Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, the podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Welcome to another episode of Reasonably Shady. I am Giselle Bryant. What's up, my people? This is Robin Dixon. Thank you so much for being here with us and lending us your ears. I know. For another episode. Yes, I love it. I, I love like the fact that we can like just chit-chat I know. and talk to the people. They're I not, know. They're, and they're not talking back, interrupting they're us. They're not talking back. But the only part I hate is like, we're chit-chatting and then we might say one thing wrong and someone takes a little clip and yes. puts it on the internet and then we're like, you know people who we weren't chit-chatting to have a problem with what we said yes but then we're trending and that's all that really matters i know <laughs> i know like because we never actually talked on the podcast about the whole your comment about um tamra and teddy's podcast oh no we did two t's in a pod and you and and, <laughs> and that shoot all the little housewives blogs picked that up and oh my gosh yes. and it gave them um some Attention! Um, it gave them attention. Yeah, which they didn't have. <laughs> so you're welcome. Two T's in the pod. You're, so you're welcome. People like their people <laughs> no, like, like their Teddy and because they they gossip about housewives. Yes, and the di- and and, and let, let's just say this: the difference is, yes, they're able to talk about what happened on their shows because yeah. they're no longer on it. Whereas yeah. we can't do that. And to, to be quite honest, I don't even want to do that. Right. Exactly. Like we see enough of each other on these shows, and y'all see enough of us. You know. Yes. To, you know. Okay. So. Per usual, our shady moment of the week. And I'm like kind of hot about my shady moment. I know I was hot last week with my whole airplane debacle, Mm -hmm. but I'm hot. Okay. So I, you know, all of my girls I've said are working. Mm -hmm. They have a job. They get a paycheck. Mm Mm-hmm. I have like joint accounts with the girls. Okay. uh, With the twins. Grace has her little own because I got her off my little stuff. Um, and so because they were getting their little paychecks, direct deposit, I wanted to set the twins up. So I need to take them to the bank. Yeah. The, where they work is around the corner from my house. So I was like, um, guys, I'm just going to like pick y'all up 
and take y'all to the bank. Mm-hmm. And Grace was like, oh, no, 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 mommy, don't come to the job. We'll meet you at the bank. <laughs> so anytime a kid says, no, no, don't come. Right, you're coming. Zoom, zoom, here I come. <laughs> oh, where's the cute boys at? <laughs> so, I, so I, you know, when you first pull into where the school is, where they work, the parking lot is right there. Okay. That's the first thing you see is the parking lot. So I was like, I'll meet y'all in the parking lot. So they have to clean up after their kids, pack their backpacks, and walk to the car, which is like they have to walk over a hill yeah. to get to the car. So one of their friends was outside and saw what I saw when I pulled up, which was two boys mm-hmm. on top of Grace's car. Oh. Waiting for Grace. What do you mean Angel? on top? Like literally. Literally laying on top. The one was laying on top the hood, <laughs> and one was actually standing on the tires in the back and kind of like laying what? over the back of the car. Oh my god! I was undone. Oh my god! So I pull up and I see this bullshit, and somebody texts on the little Gucci car on the little Gucci car, <laughs> and then they're, they're kind of like crush the Gucci car exactly, and they're taking like selfies, right? But they're like waiting for the girls. Oh my God. So somebody texted them and said, uh, the two boys, and I'm going to remain. No, they don't know that I'm their the oh, girl's okay. mother. Okay. The two boys are laying on the car. So they were like, two boys laying on the car. Mom's on her way. Holy <laughs> shit. They start, I see them running from over the hill to try to get to me before I lose my mind and curse these boys out. Why are you laying on my kid's car? First of all, y'all look real scruffy. Second of all, like, okay, so they're the lifeguards. Okay. At the, at the, um, at the camp. Yeah. So they're actually, they have six packs. I mean, these are like, if you take their shirts off, they're cute, but y'all need haircuts and y'all need to clean clothes. Okay. Oh my gosh. So. Here go Angel, because she's a slick one. She gets over the hill. She sees the car. And I'm like right in front of these boys laying on my daughter's car. And she starts screaming, hi, mom. Hi, mom. And so the boys like look up and they look at me. They're like, oh, shit. So, so they proceed to like get themselves together. But but the one that likes Grace like waited. Uh-huh. The other one knew better and started like walking away. Cause they want, they apparently they have like some special handshake that they've learned together that oh they need my. to do like uh, a fist pump and around the back oh and gosh. a tootsie roll. I don't know what this is. Anyway, long story short, everything in me said, do not cuss these boys out yourself. Just don't cuss them out. Cause I didn't want to embarrass my kids. Oh my gosh. So I stayed in the car. Angel and Dora jumped in my car uh-huh. and they were like, drive off mom, drive off, drive off. Oh my God. I'm not in, I'm not in a rush or a race. Right. I ain't going nowhere. Oh my God. So the shadiness of this all is boys, please act like you don't know who my kids are. I just want my children to be boy free forever. Okay. So my question is, I feel like that's not the first time they've done that. that that's how right? I feel. That's they how I feel. Wait for them every, every day, day. Yes. And lay on the car. Yes. So I said, does this happen every day? And they were like, no, this is the first time y'all lying. Right. Y'all lying. Right. And then I said, I was like, look, if they want to wait for you, cool. They can stand next to the car. Them laying all over the car. This is not their car. Right. And them standing on the tires. That could hurt the tires. Bust the tires. And I'm not buying y'all new ones. Right. So I was li- literally thinking to myself, did this ever, did I ever, was a boy ever waiting by my car for me? And I want to say no. Right. So, and it was, was a boy ever sprawled out on top of my car? No. So yeah, I feel like 100%. I just want every boy who is... 17, 18, or 19. These two boys are 18, by the way. And Grace is 17. Is that like a problem? Wait, or is that... How old are they? Grace is 17. These boys are 18. No, that's not a problem. You mean, like, legally, is that a problem? Yeah, legally. Because if I can bring the law into this, legally, I'm going to bring the law into this. That is so insane that that's legally a problem, though. Okay, so then the next day, this is the side note. The shadiness is the boys, guys. But a side note, um, the boys were like, so... uh, they asked Grace, so uh, what your mom say about us? <laughs> and Grace is like me. So she was like, my mom said you need a haircut. My mom said you need to have on clean clothes. So guess what? The boys went and got a haircut. Uh-uh. <laughs> that is funny. And yeah. I think about, oh my gosh, if like, if that was like, if Juan had daughters. Yes. And oh. he pulled up. It, oh, yeah. That would have. But I told the girls, never again in life will I not say something. 
it took everything in me not to say right, that because it's a new job because it's a new job it's a new situation for them and I didn't want to embarrass them and a lot of people don't know who they are but you wouldn't be embarrassing them the the boys would be embarrassed well I yes but then the girls would have internalized it and been yeah. like oh my gosh you can't believe you came my, my mom job. my job and she cursed people out yeah well, it, it, they deserved it I'm I'm surprised you didn't say anything and so you saying this it's so funny I, we should have talked about this um last week and, I, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna get to my reasonably shady moment but i i want to talk about this topic okay 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 <laughs> this reminds me uh-huh of and it's not the same thing but it's similar on the real housewives of beverly hills oh yes oh yes, yes when yes. erica jane right told garcelle's 14 year old son mm-hmm. to get the fuck out of here right when he was helping clean up at, like at after, his mom's at birthday his party. mom's birthday party right picking up flowers and you know she goes to him well what are you doing here get out of here get the fuck out of here get the and she said it like several times yes so when i watched that and then and then you know the little the boy goes to his mom says oh my god i just got violated she yeah. told me blah, blah. <laughs> yeah and when can i tell you i have so much I don't, it's the word respect or admiration for Garcelle. Right. For the way she handled that. Because I know, <laughs> I know. How would Robin Dixon have handled that? In that moment, uh-huh. if somebody told me that a grown woman told my son, my 14-year-old son, Corey, to get the f*** out of here. Right. I would have lost it. Yes. I pro- That whole place would have been <laughs> torn up. I mean, I probably would have been... Torch talking to you don't talk to my kids like that like it would i mean all types of i, I would have gone off on her yeah i would have i would have lost my mind no 100 no, so i'm just like like i look at garcelle i'm like wow i'm that's impressive that she held her composure i and i but, but i'm I think, also kind of like you should have gone off on her ass yeah well there's that but i think garcelle you have to keep in mind let's put this all in perspective she didn't earlier well no earlier in the party okay Erica is beyond drunk. Right. She's totally wasted. So she knows she, she's drunk. Okay. She has hit on Garcelle's older son. Right. She has asked to have a threesome with Garcelle's older son. Right. Which is horrible because everybody knows he's in a relationship. And it's like, <laughs> come on, this is not even cute or funny. Right. You look real creepy, Erica. Right. Um, and then the younger son, you tell him, get the fuck out. Like, what? So maybe, okay, maybe she I knew. I think Garcelle was like over her. Yes, but I, I guess she knew she was drunk, right? Yeah. So, so if Garcelle knows, like, okay, she's really drunk. She already sees how she's acting. So maybe she's like, okay, she's not in full control of of what she's doing, what she's saying. Right. So maybe that's why Garcelle was like easing her. But she walked over and was like, Erica, <laughs> you told what's his name? I don't know the kid's name. You told blah, 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 Jax. Yeah, like what? Yeah. I would have been like, first of all, why am I leaving the party? You still here and you're disrespecting my kids. Bitch, get out my party. Right. Leave. Right. And I, I don't care how you're getting home. I just, oh my gosh. I know I would have lost it. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't have total, gone. Total, yeah. That wouldn't that, have gone well that at all. Been good. Okay. So, so anyway, you, that just yes. made me think like, if, if I, if I had daughters and I pulled up and <laughs> boys are like laying on her car. Woo. Yeah, what would I do? I uh, I, I know what Juan would do. But it, it was so many emotions that went through my body, and I was like, "Let me a just not embarrass them. Let me." And they got there fast. They were ru- I, when I saw them running yeah. towards me, I was like, "Okay." Now, did they admit that's why they were run? Did you ask them like? Oh, they told me. Okay. They told me that they got they text knew. messages that said that the oh, boys okay. were laying on the car, and they knew I was coming. So they okay. were like, "Oh hell no, we got to get there quick." Okay. So what? It, it was all happening uh, fast. But yes, I don't believe that's the first time that the, these boys do this. Yeah. And yeah, they better not do it again. Yeah. And I will be doing pop-ups. <laughs> okay. The end. Yeah. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. 
Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. All right, so my reasonably shady moment, um, it's more of just like a complaint. Okay. Okay, okay. I like complaints. I'm, complaint. I'm here for that. So I really hate rude people on emails. Meaning, okay, you send me an email and you don't greet me <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> that would be me. Okay. Yeah, that's you. I'm going to get on you. 
But I'm just, all right, I'm going to read this email. So I'm going to read this email. I got this email today. Okay. It's <clears throat> like so many things wrong with this email. The e and this is to my business. So embellished. My, okay. My e-commerce business. Sell hats, t-shirts, hoodies, all that. Right. So the email says my order is the subject. Okay. The body of the email goes, my order was returned because my apartment number was left off. I would like it reshipped to me. Order number 27734. Okay. <laughs> no. No, please. First of all, no, no. First of all, hello. No, hello. I would have written what she wrote for the record. That's rude as shit. It's so rude. I hate it. First of all, no, hello. Okay. Okay. No, please. Because first of all, you left your apartment number off. This is not my fault. Okay. That true. your apartment number was left off uh -huh. and your package be is being sent back to me. And now you're asking me to... You're, you're asking me to reship it to you at my cost, <laughs> but, but it's your fault. Okay. But y'all not friends. So why, why you got to get a hello? Y'all not friends. What? Y'all aren't friends. This is basic English 101. See, I'm business. I'm, I'm straight to the point. Yeah. You and, and you, and we're on like email chains together. Yes. I'm horrible. And like, <laughs> so the part, so one person, they'll send an email yeah. and they'll send it to two, both of us. Right. Right. And, so, the, you know, the, the email will say, hi, Giselle and Robin, you know, this, this, blah, 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 that, that, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Giselle res response. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm not letting her represent me like that. So then I will reply back. Hello, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Thank you for your email. Yep. Robin always I, cleans it up. I appreciate always. the information. Yeah. Talk to you soon. And I, you know what? I, every time I see that Robin does that, I'm like, A, thank God for Robin. But B, <laughs> this is too much niceties. No, it's not. It's, it's unnecessary niceties. It is not. It makes a difference. For to me. who? To people. When you're asking for something, when, for, when you're, like, do you think, uh, yes, I'm going to send this woman's package back to her. Okay? Right. Okay. But I just like I this is just rude. This is just rude. It's rude one oh one. I didn't know you that. don't teach people that they don't you don't learn this in school. Okay. When you write an email, you 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 put a greeting, True. you write a sentence, you say thank you. Like where the manners, please, thank you. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, okay. I don't get this it. is the but but I, in, in this woman's defense. I feel like niceties, Robin is giving me a dirty look right There's now. There's no defense. I feel like niceties are really for like people who you know, A, no. B, that are your friends. See, that's that, rude. You're, so you're the type. I'm just you're, straight to the point. You're rude to service people. No, I'm not. No, I'm just saying you have, if you think niceties are only reserved for people you know, oh. then that means you're just, you're rude I'm, to anyone that no, you don't know. I'm, I like in-person niceties. No. This is email. This is very impersonal no i'm sorry okay. I, I don't I'll care do better i don't care who i'm talking to <laughs> i don't care if it's customer service at Saks fifth avenue okay i'm saying hello my you know my order was misplaced what uh, whatever okay can, you know can you please help me thank you well i can't say that because just, of you robin i'm trying to do better because i see how good. nice you are to the world <laughs> and i'm like damn i'm not even i i just give two words at most right and I, I want to do better Good. as a person. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm going to be watching. You. So, so yes. sometimes just cause how my brain works, I, if, if there's a question asked in the email, I have to answer it. I have to answer mm -hmm. the question and then I'll go back and put in the niceties. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. You'll answer it and then you'll go and then you'll edit it. And yes. Before it. I press send. Yes. Please do that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Please. It's just. It's and it's just, not that I'm rude. It's just that I'm trying to get to the next to the thing. Point. I understand. Okay. But I just, I don't know. I just think nice, like being, res you know, respectful, yeah. having manners. Um, It goes a long way. It, it makes does. an impact. Did I tell y'all? I'm going to tell y'all. I might tell you every episode. Corey in his yearbook, did I tell you this? No. He was named most respectful. Oh, yeah. Because you were raising him. You know why? Him because of Rob. Because his, his mama. mother. His mama. Yes. <laughs> His mother don't play that. His mama don't play. Yes. Okay. So and that's like, I'm so proud of that. Yeah. And then this also goes for, this doesn't just go for emails. This goes for text messages too. Oh, so like, <sighs> now you're pushing does. it. Now no, you're I'm pushing not. it. Robin. No, I'm not. Te no, I'm not. Robin. No, I'm First not. First of all, I don't like group texts. We've already talked about we that. We talked about that. That's fine. But I feel like, it's, and so on, on text messages, especially if it's not someone that I like text every day. Right. You better say hi. <laughs> don't just, don't just text me and be like, 
what was the name of that recipe book again? No, you better be like, hey, girl. <laughs> okay, so for the record, I am even worse on text messages. Okay, my text is just like one word. It might even be a letter. Oh like, my God, I cannot stand <laughs> the letter K. And I cannot. I don't do so, K. I don't do K. I Grace I does KK. Okay, so. Okay, I might do K. You do like, K. Carly, Carly's giving you me do, dirty looks. I okay, so. not stand the letter K. Okay, but. Okay, so Robin and I are on a million text chains together. A million. So again, I'll, re- I'll respond with one word and Robin comes in. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yes, that was so nice. And blah, blah, blah. And the answer is duh. What? Why are we doing? That's too I don't much typing. Do all, I don't do all that. But you do. You do. But you, you, you give three sentences. I give one word. Yeah. Like you're. I mean, I don't know. I do, okay, I'm going to do better. Know. I'm going to do better. Yeah. I'm going to do better. Everybody. Okay. We're, we're moving it, on. Okay. So that's. So people, if y'all listening, like say hi. Give me a greeting. <laughs> Give me a please and thank you and give me a, a salutation. Okay. For real. Okay. Like, stop. This is just rude. And it, and it's, and, and I think, uh, and I'm still Robin going is mad, I'm y'all. Mad. She and, is hot. And I think it's because, you know, our society has gone more digital with text, oh, texting true. and all that. Think about before we were texting, like now everyone's texting in shorthand and yeah. whatever, like everything's so short and quick, but it wasn't like that before. I know. So. We were all like very much... Um, courteous we're more courteous yes yes and we gave yeah i just okay never we're moving okay, on okay because i, I want to talk about scarlett johansson okay because this okay. girl said she she put out a tweet mm-hmm. she said if you ever locked yourself in a bathroom cried washed your face and came back like nothing happened you are strong okay so after she put that tweet out there mm-hmm. the people spoken Okay. So in other words, she's saying if you had a party and you can't, and you can't let, you know, you can't get past it. Mm -hmm. Your strength is equal to you wiping your face and you coming back. Okay. Okay. So the people said. People didn't like that. I get what she's saying, but what, what the people say? The people said she doesn't have social media of any kind because clearly she would know that this is not what you should be doing. Okay. Somebody said, I lost count on how many times I did this. This was one I appreciated. Okay. No, you are weak because you have the fear of what other people think about you. And when I read it, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. You went to the bathroom and cried because you concerned about what's going on out here in this party. And you mad about what's going on out here in did this party. Did she say at a party? Well, that's the, you know, that's the impression. I, I, she, in my mind, she, she painted a picture. Okay. And the picture was, she was at a dinner party, a cocktail party or something. And somebody had said something to her sideways or something that she didn't like. Yeah. And so she went to the bathroom and cried and had tears. And then she wiped her face and came out <laughs> and she was strong because she was able to wipe her face and no one knew she cried. I'm like, girl, Bob, get some problems. I mean, okay, so uh, I I feel like I understand where she was going with it. I think she was just setting a visual, but uh-huh. I think she's just saying to anyone, regardless, like, okay, if you're going through something, you, like, it's okay, step away, you know, whatever, get your emotions out, your right. whether it's your tears or your frustration, your anger, and and come back. I don't know. I just I don't I I don't think. But is that an indication of strength? Or are you weak because you had to go to the bathroom and cry? How about suck it up, buttercup, in the moment and just keep it moving? No, but I think it's oh, but not everyone is strong. Not everyone, not everyone can be strong in the moment. Some people can't deal with um, stress or controversy or you know tension in the moment in a in a you know strong way. You know, some people well, do react differently so if you are that person it's like okay react have your moment but collect yourself and come back okay so clearly like you yes nothing phases you right (laughs) right right but nobody's going like is anyone ever going to sit and make you cry like are you no right you've never cried at a party robin i mean no but so i look at it it's not about crying it's about your emotions I have gotten to a point where I've wanted my, where my head is about to explode. You know what I'm saying? Like where I want to cut someone out and go off and I'm losing and I'm mad and I'm angry. Yes. But that makes the party good. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's what I want to see at the party. <laughs> Shit. But but that's also that can be also considered weak by not composing yourself. Oh, okay. Right. So I look at it not just cry. Like I think it's just whatever it is. If something gets to you, if your emotions get the best of you, mm-hmm. then step away. And let your emotions keep, you know, like get it out. Whether okay. it's a cry, get your scream out, get your anger out, punch the wall, whatever. <laughs> and then get your composure and come back. Okay. That's I thought she was talking about when you're raising babies and shit, because that's what I wanted to do when my kids were infants. What, cry? Yes. Go run, go walk into a, a go to the bathroom, lock myself <laughs> in the bathroom and scream <laughs> until my lungs got sore. That's what I wanted to do when I had infants. Okay. Right. Well, you you are actually helping people. This Is this like an anti-abortion? Like Robin's telling people it's really hard out here to raise some children. This is like the anti-abortion pill. I mean, it's not... <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm telling anybody, yes, it is not easy. No. You know that. Like, no, I mean, it's hard. It's not easy. But it's one of, like, you get through it. Right. And it's beautiful. Being a parent is beautiful. Yes. But I definitely had moments where I would literally scream into a pillow. <laughs> because yeah, the no, baby won't shut up. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, yes. It's, it's hard. It's draining. It's like the hardest job you'll ever have. Yeah. But speaking of abortions, they have to do mandatory abortions now. Mandatory emergency abortions. Emergency. And what constitutes that? I think like a like a ectopic pregnancy or something. I feel like you have to be on the table, right? And something goes left, and they and you have to the baby has to be aborted. I I think I feel like no, yeah, that's how I felt. Like if if it was that's an emergency, it has to be emergency abortion. Like what do you mean by on the table? You're on the table, like you're you're having a procedure for something else, and you're about to die. And no. they take the baby out. No, that's not no, right. That is not I'm making this up as I go no. along. Maybe it's if there's if if the baby if if being pregnant is causing health oh, problems. Okay, then you can have an okay. I like right? that. I like that better. Or like or if it's an ectopic pregnancy where the yes. the what is it? Fetus is in the tubes and all that type of stuff. Right. That. But what else? Like I feel like I'm, when does the person's what 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 is the ruling or is there a ruling on in the case of rape? Right. Well, they're saying that state by state, state by state. Okay. Yes. I, like, I feel like that should be included. Uh, Yeah. So as you're, you're forced. As managed, like, as like, no question about no, it. No, it's rape, incest, all of that. Right. Um, so you that's have, your mental health. Yeah. You that's got a mental but, health emergency. Like if you have to give birth to a child that, and you were raped. That's it, like, horrible. Or if you have to carry a child that. Like, why you would, know, you, would you, I mean, conceived in rape? Like, I don't, that's I don't even want to think like, I mean, I don't even know how I'm, how I'm thinking about this. I just started watching. So my, okay. I'm not talking about my sister, but, um, <laughs> somebody told me that, um, that I asked somebody I know very well. Okay. Fine. My sister. Yeah. If, cause she watches P Valley. Do you watch P Valley? I don't. So, I, okay. So before you go, before you go into it. Yeah. I kept seeing P Valley, P Valley. So I Googled P Valley because yeah. I was like, oh, let me watch P Valley. Yeah. And the review sucked, but continue. Okay. So she was, so I, I asked her, I was like, yo, should I watch P Valley? Because you keep talking about it. She was like, no, I don't think you should watch it because, um, yeah, it's just like debauchery. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So then I went to go get my lashes done. Yeah. And Brenda was like, Brenda does me and Robin's lashes. Well, maybe not Robin's anymore, but yeah. that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going Friday. Okay. <laughs> so, so, um. She was like, girl, do you watch P-Valley? I said, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Should I be watching P-Valley? She was like, yes, girl. All you need to do is watch one episode. It's going to suck you in. For sure. I was sucked in episode one. Really? Yes. That is so opposite of the reviews I read. Well, but the review, who wrote the reviews? I don't know. Scarlett Johansson? (laughs) That's who wrote the reviews. Okay, so it's good. Okay. It is all of that debauchery and just some nonsense. But it's a story behind the nonsense. Yeah. And um, they have some great actors okay. along the way. I like um, the big guy. Who's the guy? The guy who's running the the, the, um, the strip club. He's great. There's like a guy that runs. It's like a drag queen that runs the strip club. He's okay. amazing. He's not a drag queen? <laughs> no. He dresses like a woman every day. What are you talking about? He's not a drag queen. Well, but I thought a man who dressed like women, that makes you a drag queen. Can, he can just be a... No, uh, he just likes to dress... In women's clothing. Okay, speaking of drag queens, I know I'm all over the place. So I went to go see Six. Okay. I took my daughter to see Six the Musical. Uh-huh. And um, which is about all the wives, the six wives of 
of Henry VIII, I believe. Okay. So that was like Anne Boleyn and Catherine of Oregon. And there was another Catherine, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, okay. it was amazing. So okay. definitely go see it. Okay. I recommend it. It's actually, it's, you know, on Broadway, but it's actually here also in DC. Okay. Um, And remember when I went to the drag queen brunch? Yeah. Some of those drag queens were there. So I had, oh. they, they invited me to like a little VIP reception and okay. I walk in and my drag queens are there. Oh, nice. And they're like, Giselle. Okay. And I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, the drag queens love me. Yes. And we took pictures. I saw those pictures. Okay. I yes. thought they were like in the play. No, okay. they were just there to, just to watch there. because okay. apparently whoever wrote the musical six, I think a drag queen wrote it okay. or had okay. something to do with it. So they, you know, were all out there to support and yes, I love my drag queen. So I was very excited about that. Thank you all for giving me love. Okay, so I did want to talk about Derek Jeter. Okay. Okay. Because recently he wanted to debunk the rumors. <laughs> Remember there were rumors that if you had sex with Derek Jeter, he put you into a limo and then there was a gift basket in the limo for, and it had all of Derek Jeter's memorabilia in the gift basket. <laughs> I never heard Plus that, you got that's a ridiculous. Plus you got like a toothbrush. Memorabilia? Yeah, like you got a, you got a Derek Jeter mug and a <laughs> baseball and, and you know, you got a signed baseball. Like uh, this has been a rumor for like 25 years. That really okay? happened? That you would get a gift basket that was in the car to take you home after your one night stand with Derek Jeter okay okay so which is b- borderline classy egomaniac and classy ish at least you get something classy? out the do- I you mean like you got you got a toothbrush and some toothpaste I mean I mean no I'm joking it's not classy it's a, it's a mess but I appreciated the rumor it's been rumored after some of his romantic trysts that Jeter would have a car, take that person home, and waiting in the car was a gift basket full of Derek Jeter memorabilia, <laughs> oh, including wow. a signed baseball. By the way, there was also a rumor that in the middle of lovemaking, he would say, yeah, Jeets. <laughs> oh, so he was like, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, 25 years later, he wants to debunk the rumor. <laughs> he wants to tell the world that this was never true. And how do people make where did up he, these things? Where did he debunk this? On what platform? I think it was a podcast. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. He was like, okay. that. He was like, I don't know where people get this stuff from. Okay. Like, I would never do that. Like, yeah. that's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's good to that know. That's ridiculous. But I'm mad that he did that. Because it was like a... Because Mariah added... Cause you know, Mariah and Derek had a moment. Yeah. And I think she added to the, to the rumor a little bit. She said it was true. And no, cause she never got a gift <laughs> basket, but I don't know. Anyway, I wanted it to be true. Okay. Well, it's good to know that it's not. Cause that is weird. <laughs> That's narcissistic. It's ego. Like, like a sign of an egomaniac or something. But you might like, get a diamond bracelet in your gift basket. You never know. Okay, I'll take that. I don't want memorabilia. I'll take a baseball and a diamond bracelet. <laughs> I mean, if, if he signed a Maybe. baseball, it's worth something. Yes. Okay. Maybe. Now he can put that thing on eBay, honey. Where would this rumor come from? That is a very random rumor. I think Mariah started For it, it to not be true. Uh, well, it is. But, you know, we do know rumors get started. Yeah. Um, I think sure. I think Mariah started it. They might have started like on National Enquirer. Does that thing still exist? Yes. That's still in the grocery stores. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That is like the funniest reading. Like when you like look at the headlines, it's like the most ridiculous headlines ever. It's so funny. It's like, who makes this shit up? So I think I'm going to say they made it up. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All 
these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, all right. I, I want to talk about one more thing before we get to um, ask us anything. Okay, so okay. I was watching the latest Dave Chappelle comedy situation. It's on Netflix, right? And it's really just a, a speech that he gave thanking Duke Ellington for naming their theater after him. Yes. And y'all know I love me some Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So in his stand-up, he started talking about how great he is, right? <laughs> Which I was like, okay, Dave, I'm with you. You can relate. So he was like, yes, pound for pound. Blow for blow, joke for joke, there's nobody out there that can touch me. <laughs> if somebody can, please stand up. <laughs> and so I was like, yes, Dave, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. I mean, for you to have, for you to know that you're that good. Right. And be so confident in your greatness that you can say that shit and mean it is amazing. That, I mean, that is amazing. And I like... I'm I'm not I'm like a very modest person. So that is uncomfortable for me for somebody just to be like talking about how great they are. 
like but but it's impressive so it's uncomfortable but it's impressive i was very impressed stand up there say it with your full gusto like yes what i was extremely impressed and i was borderline like damn dave you are the greatest because you got up there and said that (laughs) shit like i was i was like wow so do you believe he's the greatest? 100%. Really? Dave is a genius. Okay. So Dave, I appreciate that. And and I'm going to add that to my repertoire. Yes. Please don't. I know, right? Oh but my like, god. What would I be comparing it to? I'm the greatest Giselle that I, that ever walked. You might, maybe, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, what other Giselles are there? <laughs> I don't know a Giselle. Do you know a Giselle? I don't know. I mean, I, I just, listen, listen, Dave, thank you. I'm adding it to whatever. Oh, I, Lord. Y'all, <laughs> Dave Chappelle created, created a monster. A monster. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, we got one question from Carly of Ask Us Anything, or maybe two or three. Yeah. Will you guys ever invite other celebrities onto your podcast like sure carly what are you talking about i have tried to get you to get who eminem to be a part of our podcast for how long and so i you know by the way i check in with carly i'm like carly have you talked to marshall (laughs) mathers and and their their team and you know how what's the progress in getting eminem on the podcast and she's like oh well i don't know Giselle and blah blah what yes we would like that but our d-o-o has not followed through <laughs> on the getting end. Eminem. On getting Eminem, yes, but yes. Giselle, so. you're a celebrity. He's so the he's the original Slim Shady. I agree. Okay, but I'm not a celebrity, but you are. What does so that mean? That means that you should have more access to him than me. But it's your job to get to him. find him, to find him, and get him on this podcast. Okay, I don't think you've tried. You haven't tried, Carly. You have not tried. Mm-mm. You're right. I Show haven't. us the emails. I haven't <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Thank you. It's not ridiculous. <laughs> I want to talk to Eminem. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll All right. See what so, but yeah, but but you know what? Yes, we are going to start having you know just a variety of guests i know we've had guests in the past yes. but um definitely we're you know yeah we're working on we're our totally lineup for the fall is oprah and then we're gonna do <laughs> <a> yeah, <little laughs> beyonce beyonce will be with us yes when her album drops beyonce will be on the podcast yes and jay Jay's somebody be- did email us recently and said that uh kristen wig from saturday night saturday night live loves the real housewives of potomac they and they did, were like she does and oh. they said we should ask her kristen's gonna be on and i would love her to come on because i i want to like learn how to be like so funny like like imp- like Im- yeah. improv you know how to do like improv right you know what i'm saying right. like you're quick on your you, you're quick-witted and stuff but you know yeah well i think rihanna is gonna announce the baby the baby's name on, on our podcast on our podcast no question okay. yes. yeah so stay tuned for that guys yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is your last question, Carly. Which city would you guys do a crossover with Housewives? Oh, people ask us this episode. all the time. Who would you across who oh. would you do it with? I would like now that I see it has to be it has to be um episode I mean not episode, it has to be season by season. So years ago I would have loved when Bethany was on New York, I would have loved to like hang out with those girls and Ugh. ran around with Bethany a little bit. Okay, really? no. No. Robin says no. Okay, now work. that we see what's going on in Beverly Hills, I, I would like to Cuss Erica Jane out about uh, what she said to Garcelle. Son. I mean, right. Can y'all just fly me over there so I can cuss her out for, for what she said to the kids? Like, I'm not I'm not I'm done not, with that. No, I'm not, I was not here for it yes, at all. Yes. But I mean, what? I don't know. I mean, I think that's so hard. I mean, I, I think yeah. naturally just as black women, I would say, oh, Atlanta. Right. Because, you know, we can instantly just, you know, get in and kiki and understand one another. Right. Um, but then it's like, okay, it would be cool to kind of like expand my horizons. Yes. <laughs> yes. And do some different. So, but I couldn't see you on like OC. No. Or, um, so like, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, it would either be Beverly Hills or New Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Yes. I could see you on Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Dolores is funny. You know, you have the Melissa Teresa situation. Um, yeah, yeah but you would be cussing some people out. I won't say. But you would. <laughs> there, there are two people that would get on your last nerve. On Jersey? Yes. Okay. Okay, fine. Margaret uh-huh. and... Um, <laughs> Jackie. Mal- Jackie. Oh, I think Jackie out of here. No, I heard she's not. Now. Oh, she's not. Oh, Jackie for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. All right, we've got to go, guys. Thank you so much for oh. listening. And we so appreciate every week on Mondays. Y'all be downloading reasonably shady we so appreciate don't ever forget to live your life reasonable or shady or both bye
Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.